Hey, what's happening, party people? This episode of Janky Town is brought to you by Montanez U Injury Lawyers. That's right, we have a sponsor. It's our very first sponsor, and thank you so much to Montanez U Injury Lawyers for helping us launch. If you need an injury lawyer, call them up. It's a free consultation. They could come to you via phone or virtually. And this is very important. If there's no recovery, there's no fee. So you don't have to worry about owing them money. They just will not let it happen. They're a small firm, but they deliver big results. Like the Janky Town Podcast. And they're happy to answer any questions you might have. You might have a case and you just don't know it. Hit and run, uninsured motorists, they do it all. Their number is 833-MY-LAW-NOW. 833-MY-LAW-NOW. Or you can log on to MyInjuryLawyers.com. And they're the official lawyers of Jankytown. So you can't go wrong with calling Montanez U Injury Lawyers. And get this. They give their clients their personal cell phone numbers. So if you need information about your case or you have a question, you could call them night or day. They're there 24-7 to help you and give you peace of mind. So give them a call. Once again, the number is 833-MY-LAW-NOW. Or log on to MyInjuryLawyers.com. Yo, check us out with our second sponsor. And this is one that everyone could use at one time or another. Janky Town has an official printing store, Minuteman Press Chino. And you can find them at PrintChino.com for all your printing needs. They do business cards, invites, catalogs, flyers, brochures, and they even do large format printing, which means window graphics, car decals, stickers, signs, banners, whatever you need printed, they can print. They do apparel, t-shirts, caps, hoodies, silkscreen, direct garment, sublimation, embroidery. They also do plaques. Trophies, but they probably don't do those participation trophies because those suck. And the latest trend is all the social distancing signage. So if you have a business and you need to put social distancing six feet apart signage, please hit them up at printchino.com. They will hook you up. You can check out their work at MMP Chino. They're on Instagram and Facebook. Again, it's MMP Chino. And if you mention the Janky Town podcast, you will receive a discount of 10.69%. Nice. Check them out at printchino.com or you can always give them a call 909-465-5550. That's Minuteman Press Chino. They're open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. They design, print, and promote you. This episode of Janky Town is sponsored by thiswebdeveloper.com, the people that brought you janky.town. So if you want to go check out that website, it's just a little glimpse of what this web developer can do for you. They build high-performing custom websites for a broad spectrum of product, services, and personal brands. They can take your current website from good to great. They'll show you how to improve your web presence and performance, or you could get a whole new website custom-built just for you. Go and request a free consultation. Go to thiswebdeveloper.com or give them a call at 858-345-6444, or you can email them at info at thiswebdeveloper.com. This web developer is led by an experienced developer with a network of niche experts to get your website looking great and working effectively for you. So if you're an entrepreneur and you're looking for either a brand new site or you want to take your website to the next level, visit thiswebdeveloper.com, 858-345-6444, or email them at info at thiswebdeveloper.com. Get your website right! There's some wars in this house, there's some wars in this house, there's some wars Watch that certified freak. Seven days a week. Wet ass pussy. Make that blood cake wait. Why? 
Oh man, how do you guys like that? Oh my god, who is that? Uh, I have no idea. I, I, oh wait, let's see if I... It's uh, Leo Moriachiaoi or something. Um, but yeah, I was like, metal cover of WAP? I gotta listen to this. <laughs> I love that. I love that. It's so good. I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's good, man. It's like good. It's bringing it back to the rap rock days, man, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's good, yeah. dude. It's good. Love it. Uh, all right, guys. I know we said uh, we didn't want, we don't want to talk about politics and stuff, but I I just I got to talk about it because it's been weighing me down and and I think I'm just going to pack up and leave California, man. What? Why? What's wrong? Dude. Yeah, I, I just can't deal with these politics anymore. What are you taking so seriously? Or like, Oregon is what's up, dude. Oh, it's amazing. Oh, Oregon, Oregon, man. Just, Oregon just like made oh, legal. The drugs. Well, they just made Oregon legal just, like They just decriminalized drugs, yeah. dude. Heroin. Is legal. Methamphetamine, LSD, oxycodone. <clears throat> Uh, Molly. Yeah. By the way, that's the new Amsterdam. Yeah. That's pretty, that's pretty awesome. So here's what happens, right? So it's not totally legal, but if you get busted with it, you don't go to jail. You just pay a $100 fine and you go to a class that says, oh, drugs are bad and I have a problem. Nah. And then you start doing it again. Boom. Oh, my Let's God. Let's go working, guys. We uh, need I'm down. Yeah. And not only that, like they, they, uh, they approved mushrooms for therapy. Oh, that's oh, right. Well, I do that Damn. It's supposed that to expand already. your no, horizons legally, or something. Mugs, I know, I know. Mugs, you've done mushrooms, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, it helps with depression. It really does. Because I, I suffer from anxiety, a um, little bit of bipolar sometimes. Uh, actually, before, you know, I don't want to, we'll get to it a little later, but yeah. guest, or, uh, last uh, podcast episode, episode nine. I was very depressed during the No, the hell you say. <laughs> I mean, it, it was just, it was a rough, it was a rough day for me. And, uh, but uh, psilocybin is a very, very good um, remedy for, for brain, brain issues, which I have. <laughs> what the hell is psilocybin? It's the active ingredient in mushrooms that make you trip. It's, so Is so- that the poison? In the mushrooms, yeah. so mm-hmm. yes. uh, uh, um, so I, you know, I, it's I, all shroom guys. I, during, during during an episode, oh, I, like Joe Rogan, I, I, I am way down when my kids are not around oh. because you know because I because I have my kids here, so I have to make sure that they're away for the weekend. And I don't know how some of these trips mugs. Correct me if I'm wrong. Last over 15 hours. Yeah. Uh, it depends how much you take. Uh, if you if you're if you're tripping 15 hours, you had to have ingested a lot. Okay, an eighth uh, or something. No more normally, than normally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like you got about three and a half grams. You have you tripping for a long time, but I like to microdose, so I do a little less than a gram each time, and it's just Hell a yeah. good time. It's just a good time. Everything is hilarious, like like weed times ten. Everything is hilarious. Just don't be in a, like a crowded area uh, that you're not familiar with and with people that you are not used to seeing all the time, because that will get in your head negatively. But make sure you're in a calm, cool environment with people that you trust. But at the same time, mugs, we wouldn't want to do it and then record an episode like right here because right. we would, be com- would be confined, and that's not good. That not only that, uh, yeah. our episode would be at like five and a half hours <laughs> because we wouldn't be able to get through it. Hey. We'd just be laughing at every fucking thing. What? I'm serious. Like it would, it would so, be a disaster. So tell me what the 
because I know what ecstasy is. Like, you know, I know when I've done ecstasy, me and my wife have opened up to each other and we're all lovey-dovey and you do get kind of put in a kid-like state where you're so innocent and you feel free to talk about anything and you, you your inhibitions are just out the window and mm-hmm. you truly feel like you're a child again. What are the medical... Uh, that's why, you know, sometimes ecstasy was used back in the day. I think in the 70s it was used for, uh, like, uh, marriage counseling. Like, they would give couples uh, couples therapy. They would give ecstasy, you know, and let them kind of, like, you know, just hash it out and talk. So... What does mushroom do to your brain? And, you know, what, what, what is that kind of aspect of it? You know, why would they use it in therapy? And why would it work? Well, it, it rewires your, your chemistry, like um, your uh, synapses. And it, it just, the one thing that they did really prove is that, like I said earlier, it, it helps with depression. They found that people that suffered from depression that took mushrooms in a microdose um kind of like regimen would experience less would feel better would experience less bouts of depression and i and i believe that because i have i have done that uh but yeah it just rewires your your brain chemistry around you know because that's interesting face it man depression anxiety that's all that's all cerebral mushrooms are great can i guys tell you a quick mushroom story sure yes so we're at coachella right and uh we're leaving, and I ended up having an eighth left over, right? Like, I'm like, oh, all right. Well, we got all this mushrooms. We didn't do them. So I decided I didn't know any better, and I ate it all. And, uh, the entire eight. Del- yep, yep, ate it all. And then so we're driving back down the 111 and, and you know, like uh, heading back to Palm Springs. And we decided to stop at – me and my friends decided to stop at, at Go to Del Taco. So I, I don't know if you guys remember this, but – but Del Taco, they have this, the floor, it's all checkered. I go to the bathroom, lock the door, take a leak, and then just sit on the floor for about 20 minutes because it all kicked in. No <laughs> and way. It was moving and I couldn't find my way out of the room. I couldn't find my way out of the room. So I'm like flicking the lights on and I can't find the door. Wow. Um, things are moving. I see myself. I finally my friends open the door and they let me know where it's at and I open the door and then they start throwing fries at me. (laughs) Fries are fucking flying, dude, everywhere. And 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 mugs, you know about like the trails and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So so it's just I just see fucking fries flying everywhere. So the whole ride home, fries are chasing me. The whole way home. Oh, my God. And until we get to the place, and then I start drinking, and it kind of mellow out. and and But, man, I was like, oh, what did I do? It's too much. It's like 2 o'clock in the morning, and, and I'm just tripping balls. Wow. And then somebody so, uh, and some lady came up to Dave and said, excuse me, sir, you're at the DMV. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not even Coachella. <laughs> the thing with mushrooms, if you take a lot of them, it could potentially not be a good time. Yes. Uh, because it is a hallucinogenic. Yeah. And I take enough usually to where, for me, the cool thing that happens is, like, colors just either get really yeah. vibrant or they just change in front of you. Um, one example that I have with that is I was on them, and I was in an Uber, and they were really kicking in. And <laughs> I was driving by, and we stopped at a red light, and I looked at across the street. There was a KFC. You know how KFC is white and red normally? Like, yeah. Just oh, like yeah. That. Those are their colors. This KFC turned into neon green and purple right in front of oh, me. I'm like, awesome. Whoa. <laughs> this is, and that was like the first time I experienced a mushroom visual. I was like, whoa. 
Ah, I see what people uh, take a lot of these. Well, that's crazy. And then because I've never done, I've never done acid. So I. Do, but people tell me that acid is just like a more intense visual than mushrooms. But if you eat enough mushrooms, you're gonna yes. have a bad time. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I've never, I've never. Oh, we need to get you some mushrooms. Yeah, I mean, I we'll, yeah. Bake, we'll bake them in brownies and then we'll cut them up really small. <laughs> I'm down. Uh, yeah, just gotta be you and know we'll away from the kids. You. And uh, yeah, remember there was there was uh, man, I don't even know what I took. Remember, Dave, that one time. Oh, uh, the 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 cactus, right? Yeah, no, no, no. It was a uh, <laughs> ayahuasca. It was, it was after the Marilyn Manson show. Peyote. Oh, that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that time. Yeah, that's yeah. Time. I don't even know what it was. Uh, yeah, that was. Yeah. We were stupid. Yeah, <laughs> we were dumb. Can I tell you about my? Um, I wasn't hellish, but you know, in this uh, new normal, as people say, people are stop saying that. Hey, <laughs> you know, I forgot to turn off my fan. Hold on, let me turn that off. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hear it. So, if it... can you hear it, mugs? Sounds like a helicopter. No, but no. <laughs> I, I would have like post post like you know when I'm editing, I would have been like, ah, damn it, what's wrong with me? I forgot to turn on my fan. <laughs> I would have been able to hear it. So, yeah, you know, uh, in this new normal that we live in today, uh, people are trying to do everything in their power to make things kind of normal. So I applaud the, the the teachers in the schools where they go out of their way to do something special for their children. So my children got to do a drive-through trick or treat at their school. Sounds like oh, a great idea, cool. right? Yeah. Yeah. The kids got all dressed up, put all their makeup on, and it said on the little invitation, it's going to be at their elementary school, the drive-thru. Uh, they gave us, you know, what protocol to kind of uh, um, follow, and uh, it'll be from 5 to 6. So we get there around 4.45, and we see all the cars uh, lining up. We're like, oh, this is going to be fun. And they have little easy-ups. They have like four or five different easy-ups uh, easy set up, and each of them has a set of teachers uh, handing out goodies for the kids and like legit real fun candy and uh, those little glow-in-the-dark glow wristbands and vampire teeth, like like legit stuff, right, for Halloween. The oh, kids, cool. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, so we get there. We're like, oh, that, that's going to be cool. So then we start driving down the line of the cars, and we're driving, <laughs> and we're driving, and we're driving. And we're driving, and then we, we're about a mile and a half away from the school. The line is that long. Holy crap. Right? So uh, we're uh, in, in line for maybe an hour and a half to get to the uh, actually trick-or-treat place. And about a half hour in, and you know, I'm trying to make this fun because, you know, my kids are six and eight, and I want this Halloween experience to be good for them, right? So we're playing <laughs> Halloween music and stuff, but a half hour in... They're like, oh, man, how long? How much longer is this? Are we almost there yet? And they're really getting on my nerves, man. <laughs> I was just like, what is happening? <laughs> so I applaud the teacher. I applaud, I applaud their efforts. But, man, an hour and a half to get through this. But And, and the teacher st- stuck through. When we got there, it was an hour and a half in. It was probably around uh, almost 7 o'clock. And there was still a huge line. And the teachers were still there. And I'm guessing they were there probably... I don't know, till maybe 8 o'clock, you know? It was supposed oh to be boy. one hour, and they were there maybe three hours. But yeah, And they didn't cool. run out of candy? Uh, not when we were there. We were all good, yeah, for sure. Uh, so Did that you was- give the teacher a little treat? Did you go like, oh, teacher, here's a little, you know, Jack Daniels for you? <laughs> I should have, no. I right? Yeah, yeah, I should have. But that was, that, was, that was cool. That was entertaining. And let me tell you about COVID Halloween. I thought it was going to be such a bummer for my kids because... Uh, they're still they're six and eight, so they're not at the age where they're going to go trick or treating on their own. And I thought, man, everything's going to be 
close down or nobody's going to open their doors or, you know, it wasn't going to be fun. So first of all, we started our day. We did some activities. We carved some pumpkins. And then we went to my cousin's house in, in uh, Fontana. And she does, uh, like, she's a Halloween fanatic. And she did one of those um, candy shoots that you see, you know, everybody doing, you know, for the social distancing. And what she did is that she tied a leaf blower at the end of it to this thing. <laughs> So she would get a, a handful of, of chocolate and candy and put it down the chute, and then she would fire up the leaf blower, and it would literally shoot out like a fistful of candy into your bag. It was awesome. It was so cool. <laughs> I mean, that, that, was, that was truly inventive. And so we got to hang out there with uh, my uh, family from Fontana for a little bit, and then we came home, and we are like, we're going to go trick-or-treat. And uh, before we left trick-or-treating, we set out our, our table out in my driveway, and we put our little uh, pumpkin, cart pumpkins on there, and candy, a bowl of candy, so people wanted to walk by, they could take one, right? So we're going to house to house, and so many houses, Dave, and the mugs just set out bowls of candy outside, saying, please take one. It was awesome. It was awesome. It was so cool. There was a couple of houses where we you know, got to knock and do the, did the whole trick-or-treat thing, but man, everybody was... Keeping their social distance. Uh, I mean, there was a couple of people not wearing masks and stuff, and that was kind of expected. But for the most part, my kids, they did the social distancing thing. They went door to door. They got they, they took one piece of candy. One house had full king-size candy bars, like Rosa nice. Cheetos. Yeah, so it was awesome. <laughs> and then um, then uh, my, my um, uh, in-laws came over, and we just ate some pizza out in the driveway. And when people would come down, we would wish them a happy Halloween, and they would take a candy and be on their way. It was It was cool. It was cool. Wait, what kind of candy were you giving out though? Oh, like, were you giving out like that, that Mexican strawberry candy, or were you giving out like good Reese's Pieces buttercups? Dude, I I, I failed so hard, guys. I failed Why? so hard. So I didn't know what we were gonna do because of the situation of the COVID situation. So I didn't know if we felt comfortable giving out candy. And then and then so that evening we came up with the ideas that you know what we'll set out our pumpkins and put a table at the end of the driveway. We'll just hang out there. So I didn't have any candy. So I last minute went down to Target and they were cleaned out of all the good candy. Okay. So I think the candy that I was giving out were Almond Joys. Um, oh. <laughs> um, oh, man, some one weird ass candy I don't even recognize, and I forget the third one. But dude, it was it was it was the, I, I was that house giving out crap candy like like oh. like yeah, yeah, yeah. Boo. Yeah. Boo, Omar. Yeah. Did you guys see the video of? I don't know if it was real or not, but it was hilarious. This this kid walks up to this porch with a bowl that has a bunch of candy. Uh, he sees the door, the ring doorbell camera. He looks at the bowl, takes the bowl, pours the entire bowl <laughs> in his bag, uh-huh. then looks at the ring doorbell camera and flips it off. What? Yeah, oh my I don't God. know if it's real. It was, it was, it was both funny, and I wanted to kick that kid's ass. But yeah, that <laughs> uh, sucks. Well, you know, it wasn't at Omar's house. So. Yeah. No, no, really. that kid's not dumping <laughs> shitty candy in his bag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, man. So that was kind of like you know my experience this COVID Halloween, but it was nice. It, you know, I I wanted to go through that extra step, and you know, having uh, my kids kind of you know have a special Halloween, even though it was COVID times. And then yeah. after my uh, in laws laugh, we 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 played a round of a Halloween. Show charades my kids are really into charades now nice so, so, so yeah so it's 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 fun it's fun so we had a fun night i took my daughter trick-or-treating oh how that go for you it was like the same thing that you were kind of mentioning so a lot of people just left uh bowls out for the with the honor system yeah uh, a couple people 
sat in their driveway so you didn't have to walk all the way up to the porch and stuff. And they were <clears throat> handing the candy out via uh, food tongs. Okay, so they'd, yeah. They put the tongs in the bowl and then they and they were wearing masks. It was pretty. It was pretty good. That's we so didn't res- do that many houses, but that's so respectful of other people. I like that. That's so considerate. I think people need yeah. to be more like that, especially you know in today. They put the COVID on the tongs, dude. That's where they were getting it. They're like, yeah, sucker, touch it. Yeah, get up all in that. There you go. It's a total all the candy. Let's just whip it around. It's just that's what they were doing. It's just false sense of security. It's just like, yeah. This is a COVID COVID bowl. Yeah. Remember how before it used to be like, oh, don't get an apple because they're might be a freaking uh, a razor in there or like yeah. raisins and stuff. Now they're just thongs and COVID oh all the, like, uh, whip it all around and give it to you. Dave just said thongs and COVID. <laughs> oh yeah, they are th- yeah, they're <laughs> tongs. tongs. They're tongs, whatever. Tongs, whatever. We, we know what you mean, Dave. Hey, yeah. uh, so you came home from Colorado, right? Just to vote? Yeah, yeah, I did, man. And uh, I got to tell you, driving across country is fucking fun. You like it? It's a, I do. It's a 12-hour drive to where I'm at in Colorado, right? 12-hour from Los Angeles. Um, well, at least going out that way. Coming back, dude, driving through Utah is possibly the most fun you can have in a car. Now, what kind of vehicle are you driving? Because that has a lot to do with the fun of it. Are you driving a, a nice car or what are you driving? I, I was driving a nice car. driving my girlfriend's Mercedes, right? Okay. Whoa. So, so, fancy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's Rich fancy. Dave, huh? Yeah. <laughs> nope. Not me. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, but so so we actually brought two cars home. Like uh, we had brought our friend's car home. So Krista was ahead of me in a Jetta. So this is both of us having some fun. Oh. We were driving at least... 100 to 110 miles per hour through what? fucking Utah. Wow, man. And man, was it fun. Like, and it's so pretty driving through Utah, like the south part of Utah. And you you let like the car go ahead of you and you're like, all right, cool. You're good. I'm going to catch you now. And then just boom, boom, all the way go. It's easy. And before you know it, because it's just flat and straight, you're just driving forever. And there's, right. and it all looks the same, right? Like Utah all looks the same at, at uh, you know, like in a, uh, little mountain area and at one point i just looked down i'm like oh i'm driving 105 i better slow down <laughs> i because I, you just yeah. can't drive and it's that so fast. smooth wow you you can when you don't realize when there's nothing around there's you're not passing by anybody wow. so you don't really see how fast you're going right but man it was so much fun oh. uh, and, and then we went until we got to vegas because then all the freaking vegas traffic we oh, got to vegas man. in about nine hours okay so we're we're Flying. Yeah. That it took five hours to get home. Oh, man. So 14 hours total. Yes. And and then, you know, I use Waze just to be like, all right, what's going on? And then Waze took me through, I don't know where the hell I'm going through Searchlight and then coming up through, uh, you know, the backside of Palmdale. I'm in the dark. It's it's insane. And then I just got home and I was like, whew, that was a good drive. But dude, driving 100 miles per hour. Through a state that you don't know is so much fun. That's crazy. So that was my That's so good. that was my Sunday. All that so, so uh, uh, you could make it home in time to vote for Trump, right? Yes. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, but then the next day, yeah, went and, and voted, and it's funny they dropped it off, and and it was fun, man. But uh, cool. yeah, so now I'm back in LA. So what's going on here? Ah, you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Nothing too crazy. But Muggs, Muggs, Muggs kind of was a, l- a little disappointed in uh, his uh, 
his appearance or his um, his mic skills uh, last episode. What's wrong? Do Muggs? you have another grievance with yourself, Muggs? <laughs> yeah, what's well, going on here, Muggs? Not so much a grievance, just just a disappointment, really. Um, as I <laughs> mentioned earlier, <clears throat> last week I was very I a little depressed, a little tired. I, I, ne- I neglected to drink coffee before uh, we recorded episode nine, so I'm, I had to make sure that now I'm drinking a lot of coffee. But the thing of it all is, is that the thing that's really messing it up for me, and, and, and I'm listening back to the, the podcast, and I'm, I'm getting very upset. The delay. Delay sucks. I mean, I have a hard time getting a word in edgewise anyway, but with the delay, <laughs> it just makes it like 10 times more difficult. Is there any way, Omar, yeah. that we can fix that? Because it's it's really starting to get on my neck, man. This is about as good as it's going to be, man. So deal with it, I guess. I don't know what else to say, man. Hey, hey, there's oh, not a way hey. we can all kind of like. Hey, oh. I don't know. I, we can't get together, I guess, yet. But yeah, Dave. Hey, hey, hey Omar. Yeah. Is, oh, is he really oh. blaming him stepping on everything on the delay? He's he's, he's blaming the technology, but it's so funny you you blame the technology he's because uh, <laughs> Dave and I have a you know a back and forth, and we're pretty good about everything. <laughs> But it's I, I don't know if it's because I'm I don't know if it's don't, like I'm far I'm far up in the hills or something. Don't but use that it, that excuse again. You're, no, Muggs, I was in freaking Colorado. <laughs> yeah, he was in Colorado, man. Yeah, yeah but you're cl- you're closer to the satellite <laughs> dishes <No>. up there. <laughs> you dumbass. <laughs> and it, and, and it takes less time to travel up and down. I, I got a like, new theme song for Mugs. Here comes a hot step of word him up. <laughs> just no, you know what. Just, I really, I really think it was something was going on with you, like you said, and uh, maybe you know you're you weren't really focused. Yeah, let's be honest. When we're doing it like this, you know, Dave's in L.A. and you're in Tarzana, and I'm in Rancho Cucamonga. You really have to listen out for each other, right? And as soon as somebody else, you know, has something to contribute, you can kind of you get pulled back. And it's a skill that we're going to have to build, and that's that's a skill that it will come with time, right? And we're come on. This is episode number ten. Hopefully, cross fingers crossed, we'll get better. But yeah, it's it's about kind of like listening and, and and finding our flow, and you'll get there. And it's one of those things, mugs. Be honest with yourself. You are an emotional guy, and that really you are not that guy. I mean, we've talked about this. You are not that guy who can just you know put that aside, and you wear your heart on your sleeve, right? I'm not fucking emotional. What are you goddamn talking about? <laughs> I am scented. Oh, yeah. Check the tent. Check. Hit the ground. Check. We can get the check popping. That's a sound. Check. Check. We make your frown. Check. Go upside down. Check. It's getting janky. We the greatest pound for pound. What up, Muggs? Check. What up, Dave? Check. What up, O? Check. What up, James? What up, Muggs? Check. What up, Dave? Check. What up, O? Check. What up, James? It's getting janky, it's getting janky, it's getting janky. I love it when we jank around. It's getting janky, it's getting janky, it's getting janky. I love it when we jank around. Janky! Town. That's such a great intro, dude. Such a great intro. I love it. Still uh, good. Guy who, 
The guy who did it's very emotional. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 he just goes off the rails sometimes, man. It's really, really bizarre. Uh, yes, welcome to Janky Town. Uh, we are making sex to your ear holes. This is episode number ten, guys. Can you believe what, it? What? The, what do they call? What do they call the ten? Is that like the Diamond Jubilee or what, what, what's number ten? I don't know. It's, I, it's, I don't know if you only had time to look it up. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> it's LDS. LDS. Uh, so yeah, but if you guys want to interact with the show, you could always give us a call. 855-Janky69 is the toll-free number. You could call that 24 hours a day. The operators are standing by. And then... Uh, <laughs> They'll patch the, you right through. <laughs> the uh, email is uh, jankytown69 at gmail. And uh, we have uh, a lot of good emails that we're going to cover uh, in next episode because uh, we like to kind of like, you know, do those in chunks. Uh, but we're going to do some jank line for sure because those those calls are coming uh, fast and furious. And a lot of them not so kind this time around, I don't think. <laughs> Nice. Probably what did I do? No, it's mostly directed at me and how much I'm stepping on everybody no, all the time. You're Probably. Fine. <laughs> you're fine. You're fine. Yeah, so we have a lot of good stuff this episode. We're finally going to get to uh, what's on and pooping. And uh, just to let people know, yeah, I've been in radio for about 20 years now and did the Kevin Bean thing. Started off as their uh, board operator, then imaging director, then uh, they said... Uh, we don't want Kevin and Bean and Kevin in the morning anymore. So now I'm doing things with uh, Stryker and Klein, doing the podcast thing, <laughs> uh, doing things for 15 goddamn radio stations. And uh, my Monday through Friday life is insane sometimes. And yeah, but I, I do love radio. It's it's one of those weird things that um, I thought in high school and my early college years that I was going to end up in film. But man, when I opened the production, I'll never forget when I fell in love with radio and I, I fell in love with production was when... I was answering phones, and John Frost, who's a, a production whiz, he's a, a production legend, he got a phone call, and I had to go deliver a message to John Frost, and John Frost, I, I didn't know the guy, I was, you know, uh, 20 or something, and I, um, it's so funny, Dave is literally moving his mic right now through his apartment, Whoa, it's, it's so like we're weird, Halo. how the it's hell Dave, are like you doing that, yeah, yeah, that's so bizarre, it's, it's <laughs> tripping me out, dude, to be honest with you, why, I don't know, it's so, I guess that's technology, huh? Um, so yeah. Sorry, I had to move just because it was like, I don't know, my internet kept dropping out. So. Uh, it's all good. So I deliver this message. I open the door to his production studio. You guys remember production studio C, right, Dave? Oh, yeah. Small little closet. I mean, the studio was probably half the size of the bedroom I'm in right now. Half the size, just a closet. And I open the door and John Frost is there just listening to explosion after explosion just just and he has he has the speakers like fully cranked and i'm like what is this guy like boom this is a boom boom and uh i was like i don't know man that, that that's whatever he's doing is awesome you know i want to do whatever whatever that is and and uh so i give him the message and he's and he's like what do you think of this? And then he plays another one. <laughs> I was like, that sounds good to me. I didn't know any, I didn't know Jack about production. And, uh, you know, and that's kind of like, you know, where I kind of figured out that with the right sound placed in the right spot, that's all in production. You know what I mean? You have to find that right, right sound and you have to curate stuff. And man, like I have a blast doing that. So uh, I don't think I would have been in radio for so long if I wasn't passionate about it. But yeah, that's a little bit about my history and how I got into radio and what inspired me to do uh, radio production. And Muggos? I started in radio on the street handing out stickers. And um, I needed, I was actually going to CSUN at the time and I needed one unit to graduate uh, an elective. So I 
I hit up a guy by the name of Dave the King of Mexico who was Kevin Bean's, <laughs> Kevin Bean's phone op at the time. And I said, hey, and it, that's when Kevin Bean had interns. said, hey, Dave, would it be possible if I can, you know, do a semester, you know, uh, answering phones for the Kevin and Bean show just to get this one unit? And Dave, Dave and I had met each other prior, you know, working on street team and stuff and yeah. K-Rock events and stuff. And he's like, yeah, sure, no problem. So I did that. Um they ended up, Kevin and Bean ended up keeping me on like two or three extra semesters because they saw how st- I'd do anything like lick hey, shit and get a tattoo Muggs, on my foot. Let me ask you, was there ever like a moment where you're like, like, you know, like I had that John Frost moment? Because I remember every time I was on the air with Kevin Bean, especially the early days, I was like, wow. When I walked into the studio that morning, and I don't think it, re- it hit me right away. I think it was like gradual, but just seeing how everybody worked, like when... When Psycho Mike, he was the board op, and how he would he would direct everything in the studio, and then walked into your studio, and you'd be dialing up some some production pieces for a Ralph voice bit, yeah, and 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 to see how you know you screen calls for a, for a call in segment, like you know everything is very fast, very fast paced. That I think as a whole kind of got me into what it is to 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 be in radio, you yeah, know, because yeah. before before I joined Kevin and Bean show. I actually was board hopping for Jed the Fish. Oh, that's right. So that's technically how I. But let me tell you that if if, if I had, that wasn't going to keep me in radio, I'll tell you that was that was literally pushing me away from radio. Yeah, I, I mean I have stories for days with Jed the Fish that <sighs> that just was like discouraging from from the word go, but. Didn't you have to go get him food one time? Oh, yeah. So this is a very funny story. Yeah, but real quick, uh, uh, Jed the Fish is a legendary DJ in Los Angeles, if you don't know, because he he was the man at K-Rock, too. Yeah, and he actually hit up Jankytown to be on the podcast, and I I wrote back to him. I'm like, Jed, we'd love to have you. And he says, uh, he wrote me back saying, "Um, I got to do some research. I'll hit you back. I never heard back from him. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he did his research, I'll tell you. (laughs) He heard one and was like, all, I ain't got no shit. time for no junk town. <laughs> I don't have any time for junk janky town. It's um, my Jed, by the way. Uh, Not a bad but, Jed. <laughs> but um, anyway, so yeah, so I I, I board up for Jed for uh, one year, and that's how I kind of got into behind this behind the scenes in radio. Because like when you're when you're on the street team and promotions, you're you're working for radio, right? But when you kind of get behind in the studio running the tech, now you're really you're kind of in radio. So one day, uh, we had this new production pieces first day using it, and they there were three pieces and they were on electronic carts. So they're stacked up on the on the screen, and you have to link every one for for one to play and go into the other. If you don't link them up. There's, they're not going to work. It's not going to work. And uh, Mr. Weatherby had come in to tell us this. Mr. Weatherby and Gene, hey, guys, make sure that, you know, these new elements, you have to link them up so they all fire into each other. A terrible, otherwise terrible be- plan. Terrible plan, by the way. And so, <laughs> this yeah, was the, like, d- the dumbest thing yeah, ever. It was like, yeah. it was like 106.7 K-Rock. <laughs> that would be one. And yeah. that would fire into new music from the killers. Yeah. <laughs> On 106.7 K-Rock. <laughs> And wow. that was like four different. It's like, it's like Michael know. Winslow's here. <laughs> the, the bleeps, the sweeps, and the creeps. And, uh, and uh, so, like, all Muggs has everything. coffee now. Yeah, the coffee did its coffee. job. Yes, yes, it did. Thank God for coffee beans. So, uh, so like everything like I did, that was like four different elements just for like ten seconds. Yeah. So. 
I'm like, okay, got it, got it. So first hour goes by. Second hour, Jed decides... He used to do this a lot, apparently with his old board op uh, by the name of Crikey, uh, Corey Irwin, who also works in radio. But he uh, he had been his board op for about two years, and I, I, I quickly that day realized why he quit. <laughs> um, Jed sent me out to go get food. He was hungry. So he's like, hey, uh, Johnny, can you um, maybe go to McDonald's for me? I'm kind of hungry. I was like, uh, I don't know if I'm. Supposed to no no it's fine it's fine I'll watch the board and that's when you knew you were in radio go get me food <laughs> I was like okay okay Jed but I think I'm supposed to stay here no I got it I got it. I'm like you know about the you know about the the linking elements that you have to make sure they're they're linked up and in an auto seg right okay yeah yeah so I'm cut to the drive through line ordering Jed's McDonald's. And I'm listening to K-Rock because I'm like, I got to make sure, you know, everything is going okay and monitoring it. And sure enough, (laughs) the first element, it's (laughs) 106.7. New music from the killers. (laughs) (laughs) On 106.7. K-R-O-Q. Jesus, man. Nothing. Somebody told me that you had a boy. And I was like, oh my God, Jed didn't link it up. And he le- there was like literally like 10 seconds of dead air between each one. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, so that's great. I get back to K Rock when we were on Venice and I walk into the studio with Jed's food. And Mr. Weatherby and Gene are both in the studio. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to get fired because. Like I just left. Yeah, and Mr. Kind of Mr. Weatherby is a very intimidating guy. Oh, uh, that was a fun time in radio. Okay, that was short but fun. <laughs> okay, thanks for. So, so I literally walk into Weatherby and Gene going, Jed, what the fuck are you doing? And why is Johnny fucking walking in with fucking McDonald's? Oh, he's, I sent him out to get um, McDonald's. Jed, you're not allowed to send your board op out to get food. You have to have him in here. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. So, and I'm just like, oh my God. I Thank God that, like, the, whether it be in Gene knew kind of the situation, like, you know, he told me to do it. It's like, yeah. so... Thank God that worked out that way and not the other way. But there was another time where Jed got so mad at me for some, so, I don't know what it was. He made me stand in the corner. Like, <laughs> like, like, like you were on punishment with like a dunce cap? Yeah, like, like in preschool. Oh my God. Dude. What? Yeah, he got, he got so mad at me for something. I don't know what it was, uh, but he's like, he, he essentially told me to go stand in the corner. But look, I love Jed and I at, at the end of it all for the yeah. year I worked with him. We ended up becoming very, very good friends. Uh, and a lot of stories that I cannot really repeat on the on on this podcast. Yeah, I'll tell I'll tell but, I'll tell one later on in another uh, episode. But I ha- I helped Jed pick out a hooker once. So nice. So that's my that's my story, and I don't know if he went through with it or whatever. But he literally <laughs> was uh, he was just like, which one? And I was like, I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, when, man. And, and when and when Omar was in the drive-through line picking out that hooker, he was listening to K Rock elements on the air, not firing. Yeah, yeah dude. Oh, oh Jed, man, the best. Jed, if you're listening, um, man, yeah. we would love. He's not to listening. Talk to you. We would love to talk to you, man. You never know. You never know. Or anybody that knows Jed, just let him know that Janky yeah. Towns a calling. We wanna we wanna have Jed the Fish on, legendary K Rock DJ, man. He's also writing a book. So, oh uh, no way. Yeah. Well, 
Wow. Yeah. Cool. cool. You know cool. he has some stories. Oh so. hell's yeah. Hell's oh yeah. yeah, dude. And Muggs, you uh, you you worked with Jed before or after Carson Daly? I worked with Jed before. I worked with Jed, and then I worked with Rodney for a year, and then and then I worked right. with Carson. <laughs> Carson was oh, dude. Carson is the man, dude. The first. I don't know if we have time for it. I mean, but he was just so gracious and so cool when he came back to K Rock for like the first time yeah. since he had been off of it before. T, you know, after TRL. He was. He bought like everybody. He came in the, his last day after I trained him on the board and everything. He had. He brought. He catered like uh, quesadillas, tacos. He brought in margarita mixers. And wow. He was just really. And then he took me out to dinner afterwards with like his crew. That's I felt cool. like I was in Carson's entourage for like a day. It was and really he, cool. And he's like a genuinely nice guy. I, I, I don't know him personally, but I would run into him the, into the halls and he didn't have to say hi to me. You know, I no. was, I was a nobody, but he always, I remember this specifically. He'd always be like in shorts and flip flops, you know, and this is when he was at Amp Radio. He wasn't, at, he, yeah, he wasn't working right. at K-Rock. He was at Amp Radio doing the morning show. That's right. And yep. every single time he like went out of his way, not went out of his way, but just like a regular guy said, "Hey, what's up, dude?" Like that, you know what totally I mean? Cool. It, it, totally, totally cool. Totally cool. And I mean, yeah. he's he was Carson fucking Daly, you know? It's, it, yeah, it's man. insane, you know. TRL's Carson Daly. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Right. So, so that's cool. You know what, man? We should do a bit on this podcast. You know, maybe uh, you know K Rock Tales or something like that. You know, or or, or you know, throwback. K Rock Thursday podcast show time thing. I like it. <laughs> we should call it the B team. All right, Dave. Uh, you want to tell the people a little bit about yourself? And uh, nah, we're out of time. We're out of time on that. Okay, we're out of time, dude. Yeah. We're out of time for this segment. All right, no worries. You know, you, you know, you know my deal. I'm cool. That's it. <laughs> okay. Uh, but uh, speaking of Dave, we do have a, a new feature that we're gonna we're gonna try out, and uh, this is called Dave the Pop Culture Vulture. Right? I'll get it. Yeah. I'll get an intro for you next week. I just didn't have time because 15 stations. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No kidding. No. So uh, yeah, there's there's a lot going on this week, and uh, I thought I'd just run down real quick and and see what was going on in pop culture so so you guys i'm excited because mcdonald's made a major announcement this week can you guess what it is um Mm, that uh the mcgangbang is back Oh, yeah. Hells yeah. Hells yeah. Not the McGangbang completely, but the fucking McRib is back. It's going to come back on December 2nd. And this year, you know, not only selected places are going to be lucky enough to enjoy that tasty barbecue goodness. The whole nation is going to get it. It's going nationwide. So it was. It wasn't nationwide before. I thought. No, it would only be in special places. Oh wow! You know, like Hawaii, Arizona, Los Angeles, New York, and it's it's literally the greatest fast food sandwich in hey, the world. Let me tell you a little bit about the McRib. Um, it McSucks. Uh, McFuck you. <laughs> I can say that, right? I, I, I don't know, man. L- l- listen, like I remember, and I'll never forget this day. Dave hyped me up. This was this was about maybe, maybe five years ago. <laughs> this is about five, maybe five years ago. He hyped me up, and he was like, "Dude, the McRib's back!" And I was just like, "Oh man, I haven't had a McRib in about five years' time." So I was like, "You know what?" I, I talked. I even talked Cassie into going with me, right? So 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 we go out of our way, and this is when we lived in our old house, and we 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 go get the McRib, and I'm promising Cassie like, "Oh, it's gonna be awesome! It's like it's a it's barbecue at McDonald's, right?" By the way, that that should have been the first red flag <laughs> you know barbecue at mcdonald's <laughs> you know so then i go 
and it's it, it, it's it's ass, man. The onions are ass. The pickles are ass. The meat is ass. You're insane. Everything it's about sweet it. Sweet pickles. Oh. It is so good. It's sweet barbecue sauce. It is. They're generous with this barbecue sauce. It's so good. Okay. It's 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 just oh, and it it's cheap, man. It's, it was like three for. It was like two for three twenty five. You I, can't beat that. And it, and man, it you know when it comes around, you just snatch it up and eat as many as you can, and then deal with the consequences later. Alright, I am gonna <laughs> let Muggs be the decider on this because I think this guy knows his fast food and knows his barbecue. What say you, Muggos? Well, I'm glad you asked me, Omar, because for as much as Dave hypes up the McRib every time it's back, yeah. which, by the way, if it's so great, why do they take it away all the time? They, okay, they, That's exactly why they have to do that because they gotta <laughs> hype it up. They gotta you know, exactly. build, build that, yeah. No, you know why they, they stop it? Because if they kept it all year round, all year long, then whatever animal they're they're using for the meat would be extinct. Because everyone would want it. Everyone would want it, man. So that <laughs> or, so that's or why they, they only have a certain amount of whatever animal they're using for that meat every year because they need to disperse it out for every sandwich they make. They can't put it fully into one sandwich. Because there's other shit in it, right? Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. Look, man, look. It's not so what if there's a little yoga mat in there? Who cares? <laughs> it tastes delicious. And I am so excited it's back. Yeah. And I will be there in line for, for at freaking McDonald's on December 2nd. I'll probably go earlier and see if they, they release it early. Oh, because God. I want to be there for that drop. And I'm going to get that meal. Two for $6 or whatever the hell it is now. All right, guys. Uh, birthday presents. Uh, what's the best birthday present you ever got from a spouse or a loved one? Oh, alone time. Um, <laughs> you know, I don't know, man. I I am, and I admit this one hundred percent. I am a tough guy to buy for because I am very picky, and I know that. And when I need something, I usually buy it. And I also don't splurge on things. You know what I mean? Like. So my wife's very easy to buy for Like that Apple iWatch Like I I think that would would be cool to have or whatever But if she would buy it for me I'd be like oh man I could have spent that money on something else I'm that (laughs) douchebag You know I'm just just, just that douchey So I don't know You know I I think she kind of just gave up And then what we do now in our relationship Is like hey uh, I see something that I want is like, hey, you're gonna get this for me for Christmas, and I just go out and get it, you know. And, and that's kind of you're like, a dick. You suck, dude. I do, and I admit it. I am, I am, I am, I'm, I'm, I'm just that way. That's just I've always been that way. I don't know why. I think I'm a pretty good gift giver, but because she's easy and she's a normal person, she's not a dick like I am. <laughs> yeah, well, Kim Kardashian celebrated her 40th birthday, and uh, I'm sure you heard about her awesome. 40th birthday party at the private island that she went to and took all her family and friends and and they just wanted to feel normal for a bit and post all on Instagram about it. Yeah, so uh yeah, but but the gift that she got from presidential uh nominee Kanye West was a hologram of her late father, uh Robert Kardashian. Yeah, that's so now, weird. Now, oh, do you happen to have any audio from it? I do have the audio here, man. And, uh, can, yeah. Can we hear some of it? Yeah, totally. Here, I have uh, three different uh, pieces. Here's the first one. Yeah. You're 40 and all grown up. You look beautiful, just like when you were a little girl. I watch over you and your sisters and brother and the kids every day. Creepy much? <laughs> a little That's, bit. It is insanely creepy. Who and, did the voice? 
Uh, him? It's his voice, right? I guess they, they 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 probably put it in one of these uh, voice his recordings from him in the courtroom or something. I don't know where they got. Yeah, it. I mean, and they look, pieced it together. I'm not sure exactly. Muggles, there's crazy things you could do with technology now, and this yeah. is it. But to me, this is like text to landline, where I write like, "Hey, smell my butt," and remember the robot lady goes, "You will smell my butt." But yeah. now they're doing it with holograms. And uh, do you have another clip? Yeah, this is, this yeah, is check this out. I am. So proud of the woman that you've become, Kimberly, and all that you've accomplished. All of your hard work and all the businesses you have built are incredible. But most impressive is your commitment to become a lawyer and carry on my legacy. Hmm. That's okay. Weird. So, so he says that. So that one's not as creepy, right? That one's, but then that the one's la- not. It's it's kind of kind of yeah, complimentary, you know. But it's also kind of like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm glad you're doing what I'm doing, you know, kind of thing. I right, don't know. Right. It, and it, then, it, it's all kind of weird and bizarre. Play the last clip. You married the most, 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 <laughs> most genius man in the whole world, Kanye West. Oh my God! Really? Oh, dude. Yeah, that's okay. Uh... So now, the, now this is where the part where it gets weird because you know he wrote all of that. Yeah. So he had to type it in or tell whoever who's producing yeah. this. You know, hey, so it, it, and then like, what are you thinking if you're seeing your dead dad talk to you about now? But you obviously like, it, it must be pretty cool to see your dad right um but then you realize none of what he's saying is actually him your, your husband wrote all of this yeah and and it none of it's real you know like like at least the tupac hologram you're like he at one point he sang those songs so you could just use yeah the the same audio recording stuff like and you're like okay so this would it would be like if it was him this is so creepy it is creepy and but she lost her dad when she was 22, you know, due to cancer. And uh, yeah. I, I, I imagine that she, this was probably something emotional. How could it not be? Is, is it, is it creepy? I, I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know. I, it's, it's really weird. There's no, de- there, there's no denying that it's definitely weird. What do you, what mugs? Where, where do you stand on this? Do you think this is like, was it thoughtful? Was it, what was yeah, it? Yeah, like if, if mugs, if you got a, a hologram of your dead dad, you know, then um, what would you feel? First of all, my dad's still living. Oh, okay. You know that. <laughs> uh, but um, I, it's a little morbid. Yeah. Uh, it's cool technology, but I don't know how, I mean, I'd rather watch. An actual old footage of him talking. I don't really want to see a, a, a rendered version of it, especially yeah. po, you know po- post mortem. A little weird. It, it, it's it's a little weird. It's a little yeah. Weird. Well, they asked the family what they thought of it, and of course they said, "Oh my God, it was so great to have him back." And blah blah for a little. It calmed all of us down. We were all crying. I was like, "Oh boy, okay. Well, enjoy the enjoy the hologram." But you know what? Props to Kanye. It was a great gift, I guess. So, yeah. bummer news: Old Sean Connery died at 90 right. years old. And what? Yeah, it was it was crazy. You know, I saw all his Bond films. I don't know if you guys know that. Like, those were my favorite. He what? was my favorite Bond of them all. No, he's not. You're one thousand percent lying. 
Right? <laughs> no, of course. Yeah. Of course. I've never seen a Bond film at yeah, all. So yeah, that's right. I, that's right. Yeah. Why would I've seen him? Uh, but uh, but but you know, Sean Connery had a, a place in in my heart, and I'm pretty sure that that you he had a place in all your hearts because. The only reason why I know about Sean Connery is because on our radio show, Kevin and Bean, Ralph Garman would always do Sean Connery and would yep. crack me the fuck up. Yeah. Uh, oh, do we have a clip of, of, we of do. Ralph as Sean? We do. We have actually uh, when Sean Connery and Gene Simmons um, had, a, <laughs> had a conversation. I, I know you guys uh, remember this. Let's take a listen. Gene, say hi to Sean. Hello, Mr. Connery. Well, Gene Simmons, how are you? I've been a big fan of yours for quite some time. Well, I'm a big fan of yours, too. But I really enjoy your work. And by work, I mean how many you f***ed. No. Oh. <laughs> was funny. I was actually alluding to the fact that I'm not actually a fan of James Bond movies or your work on film. I enjoy how much ropey you shoot into <laughs> Well, thank you so much. I'm quite oh, proud of my copious <laughs> of Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Uh, you know. What are you apologizing for, Gene? <laughs> Gene? Gene, are you all right? We were just talking about Sean's rugby stands of. <laughs> Gene, are you okay? Or do you have Shannon Tweed on your. Oh, come on. Is that why you can't speak? Is your tongue so far? That you can't talk. Right now, I'm performing the chocolate pizza on a girl that I met in Thailand. Outstanding. It is. Can you one of those from Domino's? <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh. I prefer to uh, mix and take a woman when she's on her. Oh, come on. I, uh, I take my and then I go all over her mixing the 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 and the the rugby and the. All right. Yeah, making a almost uh, a Jackson Pollock-like splatter paint all over, over. Yeah, I call that the raspberry tart. <laughs> this is the worst idea ever. That's funny because I always called it the tomato taco. Oh, well, can't do you this. say tomato, I say tomato. <laughs> I as long as a girl just ends up with on her who really cares? Come on. Stop. All right, we got to go. Wait a minute. Now, we're just getting into yeah. interesting Yeah, you guys here. enjoy. We got we to gotta run. But Let's thank- go have lunch, Gene. <laughs> Lisa May, speaking of lunch, no. I'm all <laughs> You're Ralph breaking up too? Oh man. Uh, well, rest in peace, Mr. Connery. Gosh. Yeah, man. Oh, R. man. R.I.P. Those those bits, by the way, you know, we I, we record them in my studio and I would have to I'm the guy who would have to go bleep them. <laughs> I would have to listen re-listen to them like three times just to make sure I got all all, all the uh beeps in the uh the right places, man. Oh my Did by the way send, send it to Gene? Uh that was not, no, that was later. That, that was, was later. later, right? Yeah, that was yeah. later. But like I remember during this time I was just a phone up and I would like fucking die listening to that. Yeah. But as the producer I'd be like, oh, guys, it's too much beep. So blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like, oh no, we're, they're never gonna let us they'll never let us air. They wouldn't have let ever let us air that. Yeah. No way. So that funny. was uh that was funny. So that was the great Ralph Garman and uh Mike Catherwood uh yeah. doing Gene Simmons and on the Kevin and Bean show and <laughs> and uh yeah so RIP Mr. Connery. I hope you could your mope was it ropey jizz or uh, it was a ropey, ropey strands sh- yeah ropey strands of jizz <laughs> yeah okay yeah. well I hope that flies in the sky or whatever but <laughs> yeah <laughs> gring 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 you know what that sound means 
Nope. No. What does it mean, Omar? Omar, what it's is it sponsor mean? time, baby. So let's talk about Montana's You Personal Injury Lawyers. Have you been in a car, truck, or motorcycle crash? Maybe Dave's dumb dog bit you. You might have a case. Hey, Rhonda would never bite anybody. But if you need the services of Montana's You Personal Injury Lawyers, they offer free consultations. They can come to you, call you on the phone, or join you virtually. There is no recovery, no fee. You don't have to worry about owing them money. They won't let it happen. And you talk to an attorney, not a legal assistant. They have recovered millions for their clients. They're a small firm service with big results. And they're so easy to get a hold of, too. They give you their personal cell phone number. A bunch of their clients are repeat customers, so you know they're happy with their service. You can contact them anytime by calling 833-MY-LAW-NOW. That's 833-695-2966. Or email them directly at help at myinjurylawyers.com. Montanez U Personal Injury Lawyers have decades of community service. They live and work in your community. They are your community. They are happy to answer any questions. You might have a case even if you don't think so. So check them out at MyInjuryLawyers.com or give them a call at 833-MY-LAW-NOW. Let them know Janky Town sent you. So why don't you use their services, bitches? <laughs> All right, guys, uh, now it's uh, it's back, and we've been putting this bit off for freaking ever because of all the timely content and the topical stuff we, we've been doing. But, man, it's been a minute since we've done What's On and Poopin'. What's up with the poo It's in the news. What's up with the poo It's in the news. What's up with poo? Come on and gather round. I'm taking you to Brown Town. <laughs> It's time we all found out what's on and poop in. Yeah, so um, jankytown69 at gmail.com. If you guys ever run across a, a poop story, hey, I would love to hear about it because I genuinely uh, get excited when there's poop in the news. Um, and Dave, oh, it's the best. <laughs> Dave was so kind and he uh, forwarded me this, this one. MTA board to formally ban pooping in subways and buses. Like, what? Are you kidding me? Shouldn't now, this... I wasn't banned before. This should go... I, I know, <laughs> Formally man. Formally banned. It says, this should go without saying, but MTA bosses believe they need a rule to explicitly ban defecating on the subway. Transit rules previously mandated $100 fines to stop creating a nuisance, hazard, or unsanitary <laughs> conditions. Oh, but man. But this was never limited to... Pooping, I guess. I guess it wasn't, you know, it, it never specifically said pooping. So there's been um, people pooping on these freaking buses. And somebody says, um, a rule is nice, but a more visible police presence on the platforms and trains would be even better. Yes, you need police and people down there. So people aren't pooping on these on these buses and subway systems. What the hell is Why happening? Why can't people... Why can't people just say, "Yo, bro, don't poop there, dude"? That's gross. Oh my god, dude! I, I don't know. I don't know what's <laughs> happening, but uh, yeah. So, so that's uh, looking to be passed. A story came out in July, so hopefully this is uh, now uh, enforced and people are stop pooping on. Nah, the, uh, I, I I hope it was, it was shut down and they still allow you to poop on the train, man. It wouldn't be New York if it was, if they weren't pooping on trains. Uh, go ahead and start pooping away. It's fine. We're New York. We're known for our poop subway systems. Yeah, if you're in New York and you see someone pooping, take a picture and tag us at Jankytown69. I'll repost it. I don't care. It is funny. All right, uh, story number two. Hey, you, get, you see what I did there? Number two. 
Someone <laughs> is dumping bags of feces on local roads, and uh, let's take a listen to the story. Loma County health officials are trying to solve a gross mystery in the Corbett area. As Fox 12's John Hendricks explains, well, that's where somebody is dumping human waste right along the road. <laughs> okay. <laughs> somebody is just randomly taking their human caca and just dumping it along the right <laughs> the, along the road. We're told by health officials with Multnomah County this has been an ongoing thing for about a year in the area of Bell Road and the historic Columbia River Highway. They say someone is leaving bags of you know what on the road. The county has picked up more than two dozen bags in the last year. Along the historic Columbia River Highway. One of the weird things. One of the weird things. A story that's a real head-scratcher. It's laughable, but yet it's disgusting. Legal dumping is what they're calling it. Human poo in bags. Dave Thompson is with the county health department. He says it is being put in plastic bags dropped on and along the road. Three weeks ago, he picked up six bags from the area of Bell Road and the historic Columbia River Highway. Clearly, it's not something that we want to tolerate, so... Well, no, clearly it's not, dude. You know, this reporter, by the way, is terrible, right? He's so, so boring. Yeah. How could you make poo boring, bro? Clearly, it's not something that we want to tolerate. So we're definitely on the lookout. Pretty ridiculous that anyone would do that, especially if it's an adult. A bizarre story to <laughs> share, but not one that is too unique. This isn't the first time something like this has happened out here. A few years ago, someone was doing their business in a paper cup and dropping it on the side <laughs> of the road. <laughs> so if you guys missed that, there was somebody taking a, a dude. I don't know, like, well, how big was this cup, by the way? Because I know I couldn't aim it in, in a cup. Could you guys? No. no. I, I mean, is that a skill that you I, want? I, I don't know. I mean, I saw that Two Girls, One Cup video, and she, she was pretty good at it, I guess. <laughs> a few years ago, someone was doing their business in a paper cup and dropping it on the side of the road. So this is not the first time we've seen this. We just don't want it to be a pattern. As for this latest incident, the health department <laughs> says the bags are being dumped between midnight and sunrise. They're asking those who live out here to keep an eye out. I think we'd see some of it around here, but... Uh, I've not seen any. I'll keep my eyes peeled though from there on. <laughs> yeah, keep your eyes peeled for the mystery pooper who's uh, just throwing... God, what is the mindset there? Mentally disabled. Yeah, mentally he's like, know, oh, I'm just going to poop in this bag and uh, just throw it out on just the street. Just throw it out, yeah. Crazy. Talk about taking uh, the term number two lane a little too literal, you know what I'm saying? That's not brown rice. <laughs> <laughs> Here comes a hot stepper. Uh, okay. You should have seen my face when I delivered that. That was just total cheese. Uh, so I have a, I have a third. What's on in pooping story? And um, this is this is this guy smuggled two pounds of gold up his butt. Okay, but <laughs> oh, like actual gold, dude. You have to listen to this reporter. I mean this this guy's delivery and uh, how he sounds is just truly funny. Indian airport authorities literally struck gold when they spotted a man walking oddly. Later, they discovered he had about two pounds in bullion shoved into his rectum. Wait, a balloon? Bullion. Bullion, yeah. Oh, bullion, bullion, bullion. He had about two pounds in bullion shoved into his rectum. I just love it. Shoved into his rectum. Shoved oh into his God. rectum, according to a report. 
द गो एयर पैसेंजर अराइव फ्रॉम दुबई ऑन ट्यूजडे एट केरलास कन्नूर एयरपोर्ट वेयर ही ट्राई टू अवॉइड पेइंग एन एटीन परसेंट टैक्स ऑन हिज प्रीसियस नगेट्स बाई स्मगलिंग दम वेयर द सन डोंट शाइन ऑफिशियल्स एट द एयर इंटेलिजेंस यूनिट माइंड द स्टैश वर्थ अबाउट सिक्सटी थाउजेंड डॉलर फ्रॉम द अन आइडेंटिफाइड स्मगलर्स बट Uh, could that guy deliver every news story I ever hear for the rest he of my the life? He's the best. He's totally opposite of the last guy, right? This guy is so good. His whole delivery. That guy was awesome. Up his rectum. Oh my god, I love Up that guy. Up his rectum. He had two pounds of nuggets. <laughs> oh man. Bullion. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that's a what's on and pooping. Yeah. If you guys ever run across any any uh, what's on and pooping stories, uh, jankytown69 at gmail dot com, please. Like sands through the hourglass. So are the days of our lives. Yeah, so guys, um, I'm excited. This is the first time we've done this segment, right? Yeah, well, when I told my kind of crazy story about the uh, me stealing my mom's car and stuff, we kind of like yeah. think, hey, we should all kind of tell a story that people don't really know about us that we really haven't covered on Kevin and Bean or, or the B yeah. team and, you know, just let people know stuff about us. Well, uh, that brought me to my story, uh, Dave and Omar asking me a couple of weeks ago, hey, Muggs, is there anything ever, like you've done crazy in your life? And I said, well, I mean, too, mu- too much to narrow down. <laughs> but one of the stories that stood out to me was the time I picked up a hitchhiker. This is you crazy. That? You don't seem yeah, like no. the, that, that. I would never do that. Now, it wasn't your normal, traditional, okay, I'm driving on the side of the road and some guy or girl has their thumb up. It was... I was at a gas station in the San Fernando Valley. It was about 10 at night. I'm filling up my tank, and a guy approaches me, and I'm thinking he's going to ask me for money or gas or whatever, but instead he goes, hey, man, do you think you can give me a ride but three blocks down? Because I just can't walk. Three blocks? you say? Why why don't you walk your ass down the street? It's only three blocks? Before I can even answer, he's because like, my my I got a bad ankle. It's hard for me to walk, and uh, I, I just I just need a little quick ride. I was like, I, I looked him up and down. You know, I'm like, uh, he looks harmless. Okay, that would yeah, be sure, man. Uh, that, that would be a red flag to me because I would be like, nope, like three blocks, really? Like, I don't know, man. I, I that, that's so weird. I I don't know. So I, I, you're a trusting guy then? Yeah. Well, I was in my early twenties, not very smart at that time. Uh, <laughs> As as we are as twenty year olds, just dumb. And so I, you know, I looked him up. I, I'm like, mm, he doesn't look, he doesn't look like he's gonna kill me. He doesn't look like he's gonna try to rob me. And if he does, I think I can overpower him. So yeah, I'll give him a ride. Right? <laughs> what? Um, how old is this guy? Probably like f- late forties, early fifties, okay. maybe. Okay. Um, transient, but not dirty. But like, he looks homeless. You know. Okay. So I really kind of. Now I'm feeling for him. So I'm like, yeah, sure. All right. So I fill up my tank and uh, he gets in my car and we're driving, right? And I'm thinking, you know, okay, three blocks. That's nothing. So he turns to me. He goes, hey, man. Uh-oh. I'm like, what's up? He's like, do you mind if I smoke crack in your car? <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> no way. And then he said, hey, man, uh, can I get some of that crack, too? <laughs> so You're like, I don't know. Are you going to share? <laughs> So me Dude, being that's the insane. you yeah. did not let him smoke crack in your car. So me being the people pleaser that I am oh my all the time, God, everyone, and also kind of now since he has asked that question, realizing okay, well if I say no uh, to this guy who wants to smoke crack in my car, 
what is going to happen now? So to avoid a conflict and also, like I said, to people, please, I said, Jesus, sure. Oh my <laughs> Go <God>. ahead. <laughs> So he pulls out a little tin foil, Jesus, like a tin foil, like homemade, like pipe or whatever. Yeah. And he proceeds to smoke crack. I said, "Hey, man, just crack the window a little bit." <laughs> hey, I just, just said, you know what? I'm not going to tolerate all that smoke in here. I have one rule: you got to crack that open because I'm going to put my foot down. Smoking crack in my car is fine, but you have to crack the window. Please <laughs> blow the smoke outside. So he smokes it and he goes, "Hey, man, you want to hit?" I'm like, "No, I'm I'm okay, thanks." And so he then goes, Jesus. "Hey, man." Do you think you could drive me to the liquor store? <laughs> oh, you did not do that too, Muggs. So oh, I go, okay, I go, okay, so I had no idea where he, he wanted me to drive him three blocks earlier. Now he wants me to drive him to the liquor store after he just smoked crack. <laughs> I, I, I was like, oh, I got to get this guy out of my fucking car and I can't let him back uh, in. You think? <laughs> so I go, <laughs> I go. Sure, man. I'll, I'll bring you to the liquor store. What? So I take him. Yeah. Oh. So I take him to like the closest liquor store. Yeah. And he gets out, and I fucking book it. I don't right. even fucking. I don't wait for him. I drive off. Yeah. So that was the first and last time I ever picked up a hitchhiker. It was very, uh, wow. very surreal. I felt like I was on like an episode of uh, Punked or something. All right. If this guy's smoking crack and he only needed to walk three blocks. If he had a bad ankle, wouldn't he, once he smoked crack, like, not even give a shit about the ankle? Be like, all right, I'm getting all meth out. Let's do this. See, I mean, I think, I think he honestly asked me for a ride because he wanted some place to smoke the crack. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what it sounds like to me, too. Like, so, and, and before I realized what the hell was going on, I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, when he asked me that question, I'm like, oh, God. I'm <laughs> hey, like, shit. What does crack smell like? Do you remember? It had no smell. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah, it just, I, it kind of like maybe like a, it smelled like, it smelled like burnt, but it didn't smell like I, I was, that's what I was like. Okay, I'm waiting for it to like be stinky. Hey, from what I've hear, from what I've heard, did he change instantly? Like get all, oh, like he super got high. Cal- he, he he got like calm. Really? Oh, okay, wow. Like, Ah, that's like, crazy. He walked into the liquor store and I, I booked it. I didn't even, I didn't stick around. I mean, because like. He had his. He had one bag with him, and he left the bag in my front. Like he's like, okay, so you'll you'll wait right here, right? I'm like, yeah, man. So he got out with his <laughs> wow. his like his like duffel bag or whatever in my front my front seat, and he walked in the liquor store, and I literally pushed the bag out, closed my door, and I fucking got out of there. Dude, maybe and he was, had so much crack in there or other drugs that you could have sold. You could have you could have come up so big. I wasn't thinking about uh, um, entrepreneurial uh, things at that time. I was thinking about how how I could stay alive because, man, boy, oh boy, like you know, you guys know me. I try to, I try, you know, yeah. I, I try to help out people as much as I can, mm-hmm. whether it comes to homeless people, you know, or whatever. I, I, I'm a people pleaser, and that day, luckily, you know, nothing really kind of bad happened. But when he asked me. You know, hey man, you mind if I smoke crack right here in your car? I'm like, what? It's nice that he asked. Number one, he just didn't start doing <laughs> yeah, he it. He just didn't whip out the pipe and start smoking crack. <laughs> right. Number and he two, I'm like, you some. Then he offered me some. <laughs> and number two, I'm like, okay, if, let me just. If I, I'm just gonna let him. No one's no one's gonna have to know about this until right now, this very moment oh, that I'm telling man. the story. Uh, and it'll be fine. And but but then like at that point, I was just like. 
okay, now now he wants me to take him to the liquor store. What's gonna what's next? So I was just like, okay, crack number one, liquor store number two, gotta get the fuck out of there, number three. So good call. There you go. Great story. Green, 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 green. Guys, you know what that sound means? That it's time to eat? <laughs> no. Uh, it's time to talk about one oh. of our sponsors. This time up is Minuteman Press Chino, Janky Town's official printing store. If you need business cards, envelopes, invites, catalogs, flyers, anything that you could print on it, they can do it. Minuteman Press Chino is where you guys want to go. And what's hot right now is you want to get those holiday cards. They do custom holiday cards. And make sure you guys follow them on uh, their Instagram because they have a bunch of samples up there and they are legit. You know they made some janky town and jankster stickers that are so dope. And you can pick them up at their office at 13641 Central Avenue Suite O in Chino between 8 and 5 p.m. You need car decals, stickers, or signs? How about t-shirts, caps, and hoodies? Good news. They can silkscreen direct to garment or embroidery, whatever you need. They also do graphic design and all your digital needs and social media um, needs. Uh, basically, if you, even if you don't have like a, a design, they could design it for you. If you have a business that needs social distancing signage, like you know the little stickers that you have to put on the floor that say, oh, stay six feet apart, they got you. You got uh, you know social distancing saying um, you could only enter or exit through this door, they got you. Anything that you need for your business, they could hook you up. Like O said, you can check out their work at MMP Chino on Instagram and Facebook or go to www.pritchino.com. Make sure you mention the Janky Town podcast and you'll receive a discount of 10.69%. And that's just for the Janky Town listeners. Please visit Minuteman Press Chino. They design, print, and promote you. All right, it's time for uh, the Jank Line. Uh, you can give us a call 24-7. Operators are standing by. The number is toll-free. You can call it 855-JANKY-69. Uh, let's check out who's calling. Or what was that little song you were singing, Dave? It's Janky Time. What? It's Janky Line. Who? Nope. It's, ja- <laughs> I don't know. it's Janky Time. Who's on the line? There you go. There you go. So uh, me and my buddy started a little weight loss challenge today. You know, I, I, I've been eating like crap for the last, like, two days. I didn't poop at all yesterday. And today was our weigh-in. As soon as the weigh-in was over, I went to go poop. And I pooped. And then I weighed myself after my poop. And I lost 3.4 pounds. Just imagine that. 3.4 pounds. Poop. Like a small baby almost. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys ever pooped that? That's that's a crazy amount of poop. Three pounds of poop. I don't. I don't buy it. Good band. I, I, <laughs> good amount. Yeah. I don't buy it. You think? Do you think someone pooped three pounds of of poop? Uh, dude, I I believe that I've once I've done maybe two a two pounder. But that is that, and, and that was like a ginormous log that it, 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 it like broke in half. You know, it, it was that huge. But I think I've only done that feat like maybe once in my lifetime. I, I don't, I don't know, man. I, I've I've built some mountains, but yeah. um, but I don't think it's two pounds. I mean, I feel better. Like my stomach feels flatter, yeah. and like I'm not as bloated. But three pounds? Yes, yeah, ah, I'm not buying it. Who knows? Maybe I, I, as you guys know, I poop letters of the alphabet. He does. So. <laughs> Mugs. You put the numbers have, too. Yeah. I poop numbers, I poop letters, I, I've never weighed them. Though, so. Yeah, there's a there's definite, uh, what was the last one you sent us? Was it the S one? Uh, when uh, you pooped the nest? Uh, yeah. uh, 
It was, it was an S five. or five. Oh, it was, it was a, five. a five. Yeah, five. yeah. I gotta say, still on my phone. <laughs> is it it's really? Still on my phone. It's amazing. It's, stays wallpaper. Oh, it is. Oh, that's what comes up when you call mugs. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. By the way, you don't need to sit through the whole minute of Omar's crap message. You can just hit zero, and then it skips it. I learned All that right. after the first three times of having to sit through. <laughs> Stop wasting my time, Omar. Sorry, yeah. Uh, so there you go. You could just press zero. And uh, remember how I was telling you guys that last episode that, oh, no, I have it. I'll switch it out. I just, uh, I can't find the thing that we recorded. So it's, I still haven't had a. Oh, man, I'm having troubles with that voicemail. So hit zero. Just hit zero. Just hit zero for now, and uh, you'll be fine. And uh, we're working on. Call forwarding so we could take some live calls, but I, I need to figure, be figure it out. Yeah, we, I yeah. gotta figure that out. Shit. Fuck. Asshole. <laughs> Cunt. Okay. Hey, language. Bitch. Dirty asshole. Bitch. Cunt. Dick. I'm just okay. testing out what word you guys are gonna bleep out and not bleep out. I don't understand the purpose of that, but uh, I don't think I'm gonna bleep anything out, guys. <laughs> No, nope. yeah, we could who, say who was that? Yeah, I don't know. I yeah. Don't know. Oh, yeah, exactly. So, bitch, fuck, cunt. I like it. Bitch, fuck, cunt. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> like a hit song. Bitch, fuck, cunt. Any yeah. chance we can get some real impressions on the show? What's Ralph Garman doing? Fire beer mug. How dare you, sir? <laughs> dare you? How dare Whoa. you? Wow, man. You want? Has he not heard Johnny Chicago? Yeah, exactly. Like uh, Johnny Chicago. I just did Jed. Uh, my Sean McVay. Or well. Sean McVeigh is real. <laughs> he is. Uh, you're an Australian guy? Yeah. yeah Come that, on. That guy doesn't. Look, I'm doesn't. no Ralph. Yeah. No, no, nobody is, but look. You can hold I mean, your own. He's got the Ralph report, and I got Janky Town. Absolutely. It's not available. <laughs> oh, my God. Standing O. Standing O. Standing O. Commit to the bit. <laughs> I mean, that was that was awesome, Sean McVeigh. I I seriously almost crashed my car. I didn't think I didn't think beer mug was gonna go for it. Standing fucking oh. There you go, muggos. People love you, man. Uh, oh yeah. yeah, that sounded like Simba. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was. It was Simba. Good man, Simba. Love Simba. Not really. God damn Sucks. it, Dave. <laughs> oh my gosh, Dave! How excited are you to bring that championship back to LA? Come on, NBA championship, Clippers winning it all. Wait, wait, it wasn't the Clippers who brought the championship to LA? It was the Lakers. The uh, Clippers like still haven't won a championship? Okay. Damn, Dave, that sucks. <laughs> Come on, man, I was just getting over it. Like, you know, NBA is going to start on December 22nd. I was getting excited for it again. All right, here we go. We're going to do... This is the year, guys. Hey. I know this is it, but this is it. Have they never really won? Ever? Ever. Never even been to the NBA, the Western Conference Finals. Oh, my God. How many... Yeah, how many? That's, what, that's, why it, uh, that's why it was a big deal that they lost the 3-1. How many um, teams are like that in the NBA? 
Uh, it's got to be like five or six. Oh, oh, so it's not uncommon. Yeah, okay. they're not the only ones. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That that still sucks. Damn. But I mean, there's teams that are newer than them that have already been to the finals. But wow, you know. that sucks. You know the yeah. way that the way that Dave's teams play normally, like the Falcons and the Clippers. I had a lot of Dodger fans uh, before they won the series uh, request that I ask Dave to stop rooting for the Dodgers. Did you do that, Dave? Because look, man, uh, I root for the Dodgers. You guys can fuck right off. I've been a Dodger <laughs> fan longer than you've been alive. Mugs, Damn. so so they they could fuck right off. <laughs> I was there in '88. I didn't leave. Hey guys, I'm listening to episode six. Sorry to tell you, I think it's really cute and also kind of sad that you think non Kevin and Dean listeners are going to hear you guys. <laughs> <laughs> to new listeners, oh, super awkward. <laughs> Hey, man. Come on, Dave. Dave has a friend, and he's not a Kevin and Bean guy, and he... We, yeah, we so there's one. One guy there. Uh, <laughs> I wonder, hey, you know what? Question, though. Yeah. Oh, how come... Did you not... Do you always edit out their names and, and who's calling? No. No, no. They just don't leave their names. So they... they go, leave your names. We don't know who's calling, because that was a very funny call. Yeah, um... By the way, if you are a new listener, I would like to know if there's anybody out there that, that is... Call the Jank Line, 855-Janky69, and just say, you know, uh, new listener, shout out, something like that, or whatever, you know. Yeah, where are you from? Where are you from? Because yeah. And how? How did you find us? Yeah, we like to hear that, because... Is she right? God. Yeah, I think so. I think she's <laughs> right. She I think she's right. It was... Do we sound like just huge jackholes saying, oh, to our new listeners that have started to listen? No, and there are no look, new listeners. <laughs> look, we try, we're trying to get new listeners, so I don't think we, yeah. I think, you know, she understands what we're doing, but I, I mean, she she does have a point. Oh my God, that's crazy. All right. Getting so many new listeners. It's all good. It's all good. All right, man. I think Dave just dropped, but we'll just continue. Dave's my, frozen. We'll just continue without him and I'll let him back yeah. in when uh, when he uh, pops back in. Oh my God, Omar, those freaking loud Trump tweets were so goddamn funny. I was driving my car and I had to pull over because I was dying. You are a fucking national treasure and I love you. I'm so glad the podcast is back. Squish. Squish. Yeah, you put your you put your voice on the line for that, Omar. You, you did that, you, you know, next time we got to do that at the end of the podcast instead of the middle because <laughs> I know. you were you couldn't you, you were gone by the rest of the podcast. Yeah, and it was uh it did bring me great joy too, you know, so I put it I put it all, you know, I'll put all my energy in it and my voice was legit sore for the entire next day. That was fun. Thank you for the compliments by the way. You guys are lovely people. Hey, Chingado, don't play with my trash cans. My name is Omar Dong. <laughs> Don't be fucking with my pinchy trash cans, this thing. Uh, I guess that's uh, in reference to my neighbor. She's, oh, your trash can wars, Yeah, right? man. They, they always put my trash cans away from me. So I put them out. The, the trash goes. And then magically they appear like, you know, right where my little gate is, right? So they're putting them in for me, which... I guess it's nice, but now I feel compelled when, like today, for instance, is a perfect example. It was trash day, and I put my trash cans in, and I had to grab theirs because I feel like I owe them now. So is this going to go on forever, Mugs? I don't know. Are, are they doing it to be nice, or are they doing it to like be like, hey, this guy never puts his trash cans up in his yard no, on, like no. after they've... They're new They're doing it to be nice. And they're doing it to be nice. 1,000% they're doing it to be nice. They're super nice people, man. 
I mean, look, I would reciprocate, but you don't have to. I mean, they, yeah. they, it sounds to me like they did it on their own. Yeah. But if you feel so uh, inclined, I, I would do that. I do, but man, ugh, I don't know. I think I'm a bit, a bit of a dick here in the situation because I feel like I have to. And But they're so just genuinely nice people, you know? I don't know. Maybe I'm just a dick. <laughs> I love the message. This is Fresno Garrett. I'm sipping <laughs> truly pineapple because I'm a big sissy. But <laughs> I heard the moment with Omar, and oh my God, I'm crying in my truck. <laughs> I love it. The only thing missing that would make this Kevin and Bean listener just like squish in his pants would be a would you like to take it back janky edition. That's it. Uh, that's an yeah. inter- that, that's an interesting thought. Maybe we could do uh, would you like to take that back edition, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think we're. Uh, I don't know. How do you feel about that, Dave Muggs? Davey Beck? Only if the listeners point it out because okay. I think we all usually like what we do. So, <laughs> so, yeah. and, and we don't really call each other out on it. Yeah, or because we'll say, like the most we do is that's not brown rice, right? So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and then okay. when we recognize and go, okay, that's yeah. it. So, but if, if the listeners have something that they would want us to take back or or think we should, give us a holla at uh, what's our number? Eight five eight six six. Oh shit! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> there you go. Uh, we, we'd like to take that back right now, please. Eight five five. Eight five five. Janky six nine is the number, or you could email us at jankytown six nine at gmail dot com. <laughs> okay, guys. So I finally had to call and listen to the terrible message after listening to the last podcast. I had to see how bad it was. <laughs> Tried to call before, but I think I dialed the wrong number because I'm janky like that. But anyway, so glad to have you boys back, even if you chose to have Dave with you still. <laughs> uh, just kidding. Love you, Dave, even if you hate me. Muggos, killer track. Oh, Omar as always. <laughs> Peace. Peace. Thanks a lot for those compliments, man. Those I know who that is. Oh, you do. That's listener uh, Kaylee, a.k.a. Kylie. I never know how to pronounce her name. Oh, okay, but cool. it's uh, K-Y-L-E-I. Yeah, leave, your, leave your fucking name so <laughs> yeah, we can I guess. at least give you a shout-out or something. Jeez. That's very nice, though. Hi, Jackie Dowd. Welcome back, boys. I see you have a mayor or a governor, and I'll be the mayor for Jackie Dowd. I'll make sure to get all the heavy load out of your way. Speaking of heavy load, you're my- How's your mom? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hold him by the way. It ended strong. It ended it strong. Did. It ended strong. I was almost yeah, going to get pissed sure. off there. It ended strong, you know, for sure. Not the best Arnold impression, but uh, yeah. Not uh, bad. Yeah, not bad. Come along now. Let's take a ride to Janky Town. Let's get together and shoot this shit and joke around talking about Talking about the jankiest shit. Come on, let's start the show. Everybody, grab your Vaseline. <laughs> Janky town, wow. yeah. Janky town. Janky town. Oh, that's right. Janky town, baby. Remix. Wow, how good is wow, that? that? Her I, mouth I, squish I, was like sounded real. Like it sounded like she had it on uh, her sound effect on like on standby. Let's right see there. if I can find it again. Yeah, there it is. Right here. Can I suggest that as an alternate a- intro? Uh, we could mix that in from time to time. 
you know? Yeah. That's good. Uh, throw back to, since everybody's a Kevin and Bean listener, and we have yeah, and Kevin we're just, and Bean listeners. Oh, we're just fooling ourselves, guys. Nobody else is like, yeah, oh, our new listeners. Who the fuck do we think we are, by the way? Honestly, who the fuck did we think we were talking about new listeners? Oh, yeah, we have a, a new Janky Down podcast that uh, we're bringing in new listeners every... Yeah, right. We're, we're, we're dumb. We're literally legit dumb. Um, but I think that girl called back and uh, left another message. Oh, by the way, that Janky Town slash BT mashup was from me, Diamond slash Geometric Bananas. Okay, oh, love you all. Yeah. She's the best. She's the best. I, oh. <laughs> I just ran out there. <laughs> She's the best. She's the best. I just, I just ran out there. Uh, Except when you meet her in person, right, Oh, Well, uh, yeah, you know, just give her the stink, I guess, when I meet her in person. Uh, but, yeah, that's the jank line. Please give us a call, 855-JANKY69. Operators are not standing by. 24-7, toll free. Call collect. Gring, 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 gring. Hey, guys, you know what that sound means? It means it's sponsor time. So let's talk about Manscaped. Heyo, you know what time it is. It's the fall season, so that means it's sweater weather already. Yeah, it is, and Manscaped is here to ensure that you don't carve your pumpkins when you're grooming. And by pumpkins, we actually mean your balls. In fact, Manscaped is on a mission to change the way you approach caring for your balls. And great news, they just released their products in the UK, Canada, and Australia, mate. Crikey! <laughs> the Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer is the best trimmer for your butt, balls, and body, and offers a replaceable ceramic blade with advanced skin-safe technology, which helps reduce grooming accidents. <laughs> Guys, do you know how much hair grows in your nose? So much. I didn't know that until I started using their new Weed Whacker ear and nose hair trimmer that they sent over. It uses the same skin-safe technology, so all I had to do was stick it in my nose and let it go to work. It was so smooth and refreshing listening to Whack Away. Now I can breathe a little better. Dude, that's awesome. And if you go to manscaped.com to order, you get 20% off and free shipping with the code JANKY20. You can also get the crop care kit. Hey, Mugs, can I stop you? Can, I, can we do this yep. in Australian accent, please? I'm glad you asked, Omar. <laughs> you can also get the crop care kit, which includes the crop preserver anti-chafing ball deodorant infused with cooling aloe vera, the crop reviver ball toner and refresher. Just wipe away sweat and protect your undercarriage with the crop mop ball wipes and level up your shower routine with the crop cleanser body wash. And if you have some stinky feet from being out in the bush all day, get the experienced foot duster foot deodorant as a free gift with your order. These formulations are all vegan, cruelty-free, dye-free, sulfate-free, and paraben-free. So you know your manhood is in good hands, because it's free. Oh man, I, I believe I, that's paraben. <laughs> so I was just gonna say, I was just gonna say, I don't know what it is. So, <laughs> so go to manscaped.com and get twenty percent off and uh, get free shipping with the code Janky Twenty and make your balls priority this fall. All right, guys, uh, you guys remember that dude from the um, old show? He, he used to be on Kevin and Bean. Now he's doing a chat with that dude and his chick. Uh, oh, is it that Bean? What's his name? Yeah, Bean, so, Bean. So, yeah, um, yeah. he. From time to time, will hit me up for uh, you know production elements here and there, and uh, I definitely don't mind hooking them up. But um, I guess they just started doing a animal stories segment on on on, the, on their show, uh, a tea a tea bagger with uh, the chick, and um, <laughs> this is a call that they got on their voicemail, and Bean uh, was uh, kind enough to forward to me. Let's take a listen. Hey, Allie and Bean, this is Ace from uh, Southern California, just calling. Uh, I'm working graveyard shift right now, and uh, I'm listening to episode eight. It just dropped, you know, a few minutes ago, and you're just about 
at the part right now where you're about to play the new Animal Stories theme, and uh, I haven't heard it yet. I stopped right before because <laughs> just before you were like asking whether or not we were going to want you to get uh, Omar's original theme back. And even before I've heard yours, and I'm sure it's great, we want it back. (laughs) Not not an indictment on any of your skills, Bean, but uh, yeah, we want Omar's theme. So just giving you my two cents. Thanks. Okay, so now let's uh, let's check out what uh, good old Beano produced. Uh, this is an Animal Story intro produced by uh, Bean Tumba. Nope, Bean Baxter. <laughs> 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 All right, here we go. Animal stories. <laughs> wow! Oh man! So so that, this is, so there's that, and then so the the guy uh, heard that on their show, and then he called back. Hey, Ali and Bean. Uh, this is Ace from Southern California. I uh, just called about a minute ago, talking about the uh, animal stories theme. I hadn't listened to it at that point. Uh, I did just listen to it now, and then I had to pause and call back because I wanted to reiterate. We want Omar's theme back. Thanks. <laughs> so, yeah, so uh, I sent him over my uh, Animal Stories intro, and uh, that's kind of a weird thing when I do an intro and people like it so much, and now they're using it over there. Uh, what was the other one they hit me up for? I can't remember right now, but there's another intro. Butthole tattoos. <laughs> no, but uh, I figured, like, hey, maybe we could do a one-off of uh, Animal Stories. Uh, what do you guys think? Oh, Dave's having, I like it. Dave's having some issues with his uh, sound or something. Oh, you can't hear yeah. you. Can't hear you, Dave. Uh, that's weird. How do you think this is going, oh? Well, sounds Dave. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because I Love think I, I think he's able to hear us. He is. But yeah, thumbs I, up if you can hear us, Dave. Yeah, he can yeah. hear. He can hear us, but we. we yeah, that's weird. We can't hear him. That might be for the best, though. Uh, should we just uh, continue? He's flipping us off, off now. <laughs> yeah. Should we just continue? Yeah, let's continue. Right, I mean, this let, is let, not let, the first time he's dropped yeah, out that, that's, this, that's this true. podcast. So. All right. So let's do uh, animal stories. Maybe a All right. raccoon or a story about a dog. Maybe a baboon or a story about a frog. A story about a cat or a pizza rat. A story about a minx or a story about a lynx. To cure your blues Animal stories Just for you Let's find out What they're up to It's good to hear that again, Omar It's been a while Yeah, it's been a while And I truly That's one of my favorite intros That I ever got to do And uh, those days of me doing intros like that Are just kind of gone So Everything on Striker and Klein is just really kind of short and sweet and to the point. And uh, oh, I, I think the lo- <laughs> I think that the, the longest is like a 15 second intro. Like I don't get to do something like that and put. I mean, for, for something like that, it took me about maybe two days, you know, to find the right mm-hmm. music. And I remember on this one, I think this was the 
second or third version that I did because I wasn't happy with the first or second one, you know. But uh, yeah, so there's an animal story in the news and uh, this one is just ridiculous. Uh, Let's take a listen to the story. A man mauled by a black leopard behind a Davy home. He had just (laughs) paid to have contact with the animal. Local 10 News reporter Syra Onwar is live in Fort Lauderdale outside the victim's attorney's office. Syra. Yeah, and I just spoke to his attorney. He said his victim spent, sorry, his client, rather, the victim in this attack, spent a week in the emergency room. He says when he had signed up for this one-on-one experience with a leopard, an attack was not part of that plan. Listen, though. <laughs> is it? <laughs> well, I mean, okay. obviously, right? I mean, I mean, is it ever a part of the plan? You know what I mean? I don't think so. <laughs> but, but, but the possibility is there... All the time with wild animals. L- like, uh, yeah. l- look at those uh, Siskel and Ebert magician guys. Uh, you know, the- <laughs> Siskel Siskel and Roy. whatever, <laughs> whatever. Uh, you know, those guys, they-, they live with those tigers for years, yeah. years. Mm-hmm. And that one ended up r- ripping one of the dude's faces off, you know, Let's yeah. look, conti- the story continues. Photos show a victim's bandaged head and ear after he was mauled by a black leopard. Detectives with the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission say this bloody attack happened in an enclosure behind this Davy home on Ernest Boulevard, August 31st. The man who lives here, Michael Poggi, has a Facebook page saying he runs a sanctuary for rare and endangered animals. This video shows Poggi petting a black leopard on a kitchen counter. Good girl. Another video shows him inside the leopard enclosure playing with what he explained is a female leopard. Hey, let me ask you guys a quick question. Dave, you seem like the kind of guy that would be down for something like this. I don't think mugs would. You would be. And, and, well, not anymore. I've done it. Oh, you have? What? I have been been in a place where there's, like, lions and stuff in backyards. No way! And, and yeah. Why? And it's, uh, why? Because it's a lion or a tiger That's my point! It's a lion and it's a tiger! Oh, my! And a bear! Oh, my! (laughs) (laughs) No, but, 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 you, you must have felt uneasy the entire time, Dave. Right or no? Well, no. In my situation, uh, anything that was bigger than us was on was on in like a like there was a chain with the handler, okay. so we were only to be able to pet it from behind. Um, the, we we had cubs and stuff like that. Like, uh, uh, and this is all in in Vegas and Nevada, so it's yeah. not in California because you can't do that here. Um, but but yeah, uh, so you were able to to go and and like carry the cubs and and play with the lions and stuff like that and. <laughs> And yes, what these lions and, and 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 tigers, you just like they're you're in awe of how big their paws are, how big their mouths are, oh, their man. teeth, everything. Like they they like you know like I have a cat, and when when he purrs, it's the cutest thing in the world. When they purr, you're like, holy crap, yeah. that thing is so loud. Jesus. Um, but yeah, I've never been alone with with these animals, and you know, and and it's just like now I kind of regret it because like a, like you know Joe. Joe Exotic, and you see these these roadside these yeah. roadside uh, sanctuaries and zoos and shit like that. Like it's it's really it's, it's all bad news, and and I I really feel bad now that I went to those and supported them. Right. But but uh but yeah, I've done it, and and yeah, I still was scared. Jesus, you know, man. like you go you go to these these you you never know. You're right, they're wild animals. You never know what's gonna happen. They could just them. snap. Yeah. Okay. The story continues. Yeah. Investigators say Paji charged 50 year old Dwight Turner Paji. seen here 150 for a quote full contact experience with his black leopard to, quote, 
play with it, rub its belly, and take pictures. Okay. <laughs> yo, do you think this was one of those like uh, like those Craigslist encounters? Like, yo, you want to rub my cat? I don't, I don't know, man. One fifty. But, but, but rub my belly. Be alone with it. Play with it and rub its belly. What? Are you kidding me? Like, in what world is this guy living in where he thought this was just going to be cool? Play with Florida, it, rub dude. its belly. Yeah, that's a great point. I forgot. It was Florida. You're definitely 1,000% right on that. Play with it, rub its belly, and take pictures. FWC's report says once the man walked inside the enclosure, the leopard attacked. The injury so severe, the report says the man's scalp was, quote, hanging from his head and his right oh. ear was torn in half. Hello, everyone. I'm Michael Podgy. Authorities say Podgy, seen here in a YouTube video trying to sell little monkeys, was charged for allowing full contact with an extremely dangerous animal and was cited for maintaining captive wildlife in an unsafe condition. Oh, my God, dude. That's a Good. Go to jail, man. Close them down. Yeah, that guy's a bad dude trying to sell little monkeys and then uh, these experiences. But I I love the fact that this guy only paid like 150 bucks. And Dave, you weren't on the line because you had disconnected for some reason. Uh, Do you think we should continue to do animal stories as a regular feature on Janky Town? Uh, I mean, uh, a guy in Florida did kill an alligator for looking at it wrong. What? So, uh, yeah, I definitely believe we could have some fun with those. Okay, sounds good. Ring, 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 ring. You know what time it is? Is it time to be done with this podcast? No, you dumbass. It's time to talk about another great sponsor. Can we talk about our buddy James DeLapa and thiswebdeveloper.com? He's the dude who made our janky.town website, don't you know? Sure, why not? Thiswebdeveloper.com makes custom WordPress websites for business, big and small. You want a website that turns visitors into customers? You found the right developer for the job. This web developer is led by an experienced developer with a network of niche experts to get your website looking great and working effectively for you. Thiswebdeveloper.com builds high-performing custom websites for a broad spectrum of products, services, and personal brands. They've created and maintained custom websites for commercial real estate, charitable organizations, dog training companies, law firms, and even created a very fancy phishing app website with integration. Request a strategy consultation today by calling 858-345-6444 or emailing info at thiswebdeveloper.com. Yeah, make sure you check out James DeLapa's work. You can check him out at janky.town. He built the website for Janky Town, so that'll give you a pretty good idea of what he does. He created a forum on there that you could discuss about this podcast. So please sign up for that and, uh, you know, just, you know, hang out and be part of the forum and be part of janky.town. And you could download the latest episodes on there. And there's other stuff on there, too. Take your website from good to great. He'll show you how to improve your web presence and performance. So check out thiswebdeveloper.com. Call 858-345-6444 or email info at thiswebdeveloper.com and make sure you check out janky.town. Hey guys, do you guys uh, recognize this voice? Break his back, make him humble, and then fuck his ass. <laughs> what? Is, that, is that their Armenian comedian? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, listen one more time. Listen one more time, okay? Break his back, make him humble, and then fuck his ass. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> that's that's the Iron Sheik. Oh, oh and no, you know what this music means? Yeah. Come on, I thought we got rid of it. It's Iron Sheik's tweets. Love it. I love following this guy, man. Twitter, especially in the recent few weeks, has just become such a dumpster fire of negativity and uh, propaganda, just all badness. But whenever I run across a tweet 
from the underscore Iron Sheik. It just makes me happy, and uh, I just want to read a couple to you guys. And this is a special, like, uh, election uh, rant that he went on, okay? Ooh. So, um, uh, Iron right. Sheik election edition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So the first one reads In a nonpartisan way, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> really? Wow. Very diplomatic. I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, wake me up before you go, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Hashtag elections nope. 2020. <laughs> um, here's another one. I beat the fuck out of the path to victory. Hashtag election 2020. <laughs> I suplex all the swing states. <laughs> Win or lose, go fuck yourself. <laughs> wow. No matter who you are voting for, we can all agree that Hulk Hogan is worse than the outcome of this election. Because <laughs> back in it. the day, <laughs> he was, they were like huge rivals. Uh, uh, today is the day you can go fuck yourself. Hashtag election day. <laughs> really? <You're... laughs> okay, 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 okay. Go vote. Oh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Hulk Hogan, I want recount from 1984 in world most famous arena, Madison Square Garden, and intelligent fans know I kick out at two and a half, Bubba. <laughs> okay, that one's funny. Uh, I see what he was doing there. Okay. And then uh, last one. Whatever happens this week, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <sighs> he should be the president. Yeah, he should. Uh, that was the Iron Sheik's tweets. All right, guys. Uh, last episode, I mentioned that a lot of our listeners are leaving five-star reviews. And you know what? So I went to the um, Apple Podcast part of, part of iTunes, I guess it is what it is. Or is it Apple Music or Apple Podcasts? I'm not sure. Apple Podcast. Okay. So I went there and we have... One one-star review and one two-star review. I got. I, I didn't have time to go. Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. So we have almost seven hundred dicks. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, yeah. So we're not. Last episode, we were kind of like you know faking the faking the funk, and I want to be real authentic and real, man. So uh, yeah. So we have one one-star and then a one two-star, and then the rest are all five-star reviews. And uh, thank you for taking the time and reviewing us. That's very kind of you. And I'm not sure how that helps us, but it does, uh, I guess, somehow. <laughs> I'm not sure. But uh, thank you. And I just wanted to kind of read a couple of our reviews here because, man, y- you guys are so nice. Uh, from Civil Warrior, he gave us a five-star review. He just writes, glad to have the boys back. And that was left on November 2nd, so just three days ago. Um, Betong666, he writes... There's a fly on your head. (laughs) (laughs) You got a fly on your head. (laughs) And uh, Jhaas221 writes, can listen again, had a shutdown due to the inexcusable decision to bring Mama Muggs on during the playoffs. Now that the Dodgers won, I can listen again. And once again, that's another five-star review. And this five-star review comes from CDR, CDR, CDR. In an unnormal time, I'm glad to find some normalcy with this crew. I love it. P.S. A cup of tea in a chat is way better than this. Shots fired. Uh oh. Damn, Ooh. man. They really, they really want us to start beef with us, huh? We got something for them. 
Yeah, yeah, we we got something. They they, don't know know it. They don't know it. Okay, but our 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 listeners are are the very best, and they are so just 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 just. uh, What is the word I'm looking for here? They are generous. Is the word I'm looking for? Fuck you, mugs. (laughs) (laughs) Mugs was putting his fingers up to his lips. Uh, They they're so generous. So we want to do a feature here called Venmo shoutouts. Shoutouts. So, yeah, people. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were going to go with Venmo shoutouts. Ah, no, I don't have time for that. <laughs> that would have been, been smart if I would have thought of it, but I didn't. So, yeah. so you, this is what you get. Shoutouts. Shout. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Venmo shoutouts. Uh, the guy, Jim, you guys remember Jim? About a month ago, he gave us $69.69. And he nice. did it again. What? He, wow. Yeah, man. He writes... Um, because y'all won't join Patreon like Ali and Bean and Ralph, I'm just going to keep giving you my monthly subscription of sixty nine sixty nine and challenge everybody listening to send you guys a little something, something to keep you guys talking and keep the Kevin and Bean spirit alive. So I thought that's super nice that Jim's going to continue to do that. And hey, listen, we wouldn't mind a little, you know, some some here. You know, uh, my uh, handle on Venmo is at DJ Omar Khan. Dave's is at DCOM15. That's D-K-O-M-15. And uh, Mr. Beer Mugs is at Jonathan dash cantro so if you guys want to give us a little something something you know we would appreciate it and that might allow us to do some fun things here with the podcast and uh like travel to oregon yeah oh yeah and and do and just do a whole entire (laughs) show on shrooms yeah and uh kaylee sent us a 69 cents and she just writes nice and george also sent us 69 cents and he writes janky ballin and Robin was nice enough to give us $5, and she wrote, Buy your cheap selves a Patreon to a T in chat so we can have a proper and legit turf war. The people demand it. What the <laughs> hell? What do they want? I don't know what's going down, Dave. What do I- Shots are being fired people left like- and right, dude. People like drama, man. They like beef. I know, but is is a, t- a key, was it a key, a T with with the dude and a chick are, are they like talking crap about us or what, what's going on like well, do, do we shoot first or do they shoot or I think shots like, were fired because I think Bean went on some sort of rant where he was saying that he started this gangsta shit or, or something I don't even like know what that, that means though neither that's do like I. A, a song lyric listen so, so like, if there's any is he mad of, that we're not giving him props like I, I don't know what what's going on we need the uh, janky town listeners who have the crossover and are listening to that uh, cup of tea baggers with a chick a podcast <laughs> to let us know what's happening because we legit don't know. Uh, so, or, or should we give? We should should we use Robin's five bucks to get a subscription and listen to that nonsense? What I'm do you not think? paying to hear him talk. Dude. You're not- <laughs> wow, wow, dude. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, if anybody has uh, you know any kind of insight for us that listens to that uh, tea bagger and a chick uh, show, uh, <laughs> I, 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 that's a terrible name, by the way. Like get a better name that rolls off the tongue. Even if you do it in a British accent, it doesn't. It doesn't work. A cup of tea with a. I can't. Even, I'm trying to get it right and I can't get it right. It's a cup and tea. A cup and, of tea in a chat. And a smoke and a pancake. <laughs> oh, Dave just dropped out again. Dave, are you gone again? No. Oh no, you're back. <laughs> you're back. Okay. Uh, Wait, this is that was so weird. What happened? You, you did. I you was talking, out, huh? and then you were talking, and then it like paused, and then I heard my voice, and I was like, "Oh, that's weird." 
Okay, but try to get out. Try to <sighs> back try to, in L.A., man. Back in L.A. L.A. sucks. Try to get that name out one more time, Dave. <laughs> a cup and no. Yeah, a cup see, of tea terrible. and a chat with Allie and Bean. Name sucks. <laughs> I'm starting it. That name sucks. Get a better name. <laughs> All right, you want beef? You got beef, bitches. I got beef. Okay, now between uh, my legs. Oh. That's not brown rice. <laughs> Your hosts of Janky Town are Dave the King of Mexico, Johnny Beer Mug, and me, DJ Omar Khan. Thank you so much for listening. Janky Town is a janky production, recorded, engineered, produced by Omar Khan. If you would like your own podcast produced by Omar Khan, please feel free to contact him at djomarkhan at gmail.com. And if you ever need a DJ for a wedding, anniversary, birthday party, no matter what occasion, please visit djomarkhan.com for the best in high-end DJ services. He had about two pounds in bullion shoved into his rectum.